Hi everyone, welcome to the Parenting Translator Newsletter. This is Dr. Kara Goodwin, and today we're going to be talking about the research behind white noise. So white noise during sleep has somehow become a very controversial topic. On one hand, many parents are advised that white noise is essential for helping their children to sleep and are compelled to buy expensive white noise machines for their babies and toddlers. Yet on the other hand, there are claims on social media and blogs that white noise may hurt children's hearing or even negatively impact their brain development. There are also claims that white noise can become a sleep crutch, meaning once you start using it, your child will become dependent on white noise to fall asleep. So does research find that white noise helps children to fall and stay asleep? And are there any harmful effects of blasting white noise during all of your child's sleeping hours? So first, let's discuss what is white noise. So white noise is often recommended to help children sleep or to block out sounds that might wake a child, like traffic noise, barking dogs, etc. An expensive white noise machine seems to be on every baby registry list, and there are countless white noise apps on the market which claim to improve sleep. White noise is a term commonly used to describe any continuous sound emitted from white noise machines, fans, static, or even natural sounds like rain or waves from the ocean. Yet according to the scientific definition, white noise is actually a very particular sound. So it's one that contains all sound frequencies that the human ear can hear, and they're played simultaneously at equal intensities. So what we think of as white noise may actually be pink noise, brown noise, or some other combination of sound frequencies and intensities. Pink noise is similar to white noise in that it includes all sound frequencies, but it also involves lower frequencies being played a little bit louder than the higher frequencies. And brown noise contains all frequencies, but plays the lower frequencies louder and the higher frequencies quieter than white noise. So there are some subtle differences. So does white noise actually improve sleep? So a recent systematic review, which includes all previous studies on a topic, concluded that there is very weak evidence supporting the use of white noise in improving sleep despite its widespread use. Researchers have found that white noise tends to reduce the time it takes to fall asleep, referred to as sleep onset latency, and also reduce night awakenings but most results were not significant, which was likely due to the small sample sizes of these studies. Several small studies have found that white noise may help some babies to fall asleep. So one randomized controlled trial involving only 40 newborns found that 80% of the infants fell asleep in the white noise group, while only 25% did in the control group. Another study in adults found that white noise has a positive impact on falling asleep, but does not have any significant impact on total sleep time or sleep quality throughout the night. However, one small study in adults found that white noise actually reduced sleep quality, so we need more research on this. White noise may also help to block out other noises in the environment that might disturb sleep. So one study found less sleep fragmentation when healthy adults listened to white noise while a recording of noises from the intensive care unit were played. So this suggests that white noise may help to block out normal hospital sounds. Another study examined people living in New York who complained about too much environmental noise, and they found that using white noise machines reduced the time it took the people in the study to fall asleep and increased the time they slept before their first awakening. 
White noise may also act as something we call stimulus control, meaning that it serves as a cue that it's time to fall asleep. If you consistently play white noise when your child is about to fall asleep or sleeping, your child will begin to associate it with sleep, and ultimately, it can signal to their body that it's time to fall asleep. Although there's no research specifically on white noise as a sleep cue, there is some research that other stimulus control techniques may improve sleep. White noise may also be soothing for infants. Research finds that white noise may reduce pain during a vaccination in premature infants, and another study found that white noise may be more effective than lullabies at reducing infants' heart rates and breathing rates during painful procedures. There was also a study involving 41-month-old infants that found that white noise may help to soothe babies with colic better than the control condition, which was swinging the babies. Is white noise harmful for hearing? According to standards for hospital nurseries, noise levels should not exceed 50 decibels for infants. The National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health also recommends that noise not exceed 85 decibels for adults. So therefore, to be safe, white noise should probably not exceed 50 decibels for infants and children and should not exceed 85 decibels for adults. One study looked at 14 different white noise machines on the market for infants, and they found that all of the devices exceeded noise level recommendations when placed less than three feet away from the infant's ears at maximum volume. However, when placed across the room, most white noise machines did not exceed noise recommendations. Another study found that no popular white noise machines or apps were too loud at any distance, even right next to the crib, when used at the minimum volume setting. So does white noise impact brain development? Research with animals suggests that prolonged exposure to white noise may actually impact brain development. However, the study involved 24 hours of continuous exposure to white noise and no other sounds. More importantly, there is no evidence in humans that prolonged exposure to white noise has a negative impact. There is one small study of infants in the NICU that found differences in brain activity for infants when exposed to white noise versus music for one hour yet they found no differences in brain activity between music and the typical sounds of the NICU. There is also evidence that infants have a different brain response than adults to white noise, yet it remains unclear what these brain activation differences really mean in terms of future brain development. So until we have future research, brain activation differences are simply differences, and we have no way of knowing whether they will have a positive, negative, or negligible impact on brain development. There is also some evidence that white noise has a positive impact on brain functioning, at least in adults and children. So in adults, white noise improves memory and learning and attention. And research also finds that white noise may improve memory performance in children with ADHD. So what about brown noise, pink noise, lullabies, etc.? So as mentioned above, many white noise machines and apps actually do not emit white noise, but pink noise, brown noise, or some other combination of frequencies and intensities of sounds. Some white noise machines will also play soothing music or natural sounds like raindrops or waves, and there is very little research differentiating these different types of sounds. Research in adults has found that pink noise during sleep may change brain activity in a way that results in less disrupted sleep and enhance memory consolidation. For this reason, pink noise has been proposed as a potential treatment for individuals with sleep problems or older adults with memory problems. Pink noise has also been found to improve executive function when used during a difficult task. 
However, there are very few studies on this topic and more research is definitely needed before concluding that pink noise is beneficial. Unfortunately, there is also very limited research on brown noise, red noise, violet noise, or other noises which vary based on the intensities of different sound frequencies. But despite the lack of research on this topic, brown noise is very hot on TikTok and social media. So there are 115 million views for the hashtag brown noise, with many people claiming that it quiets their brains. What about listening to music or lullabies? A randomized controlled trial in premature infants found that lullabies improve sleep quality and lower heart rates in infants. Even unfamiliar lullabies seem to have a calming effect on babies. Research also finds that music improves sleep quality in adults, and another study in fifth graders found that listening to music at bedtime was associated with better sleep quality. So the overall translation, how do you apply this research? So research provides some limited evidence of white noise helping sleep. However, there's no evidence that white noise is necessary to help babies or children sleep or that it will solve all your sleeping problems. There is also no evidence that white noise causes harm when played at a reasonable volume. Pink noise or music may also help with sleep. So this is what the research suggests. First, don't feel like you need to use white noise if you don't want to or you don't think it's necessary. Research does not clearly show that children need white noise to fall asleep or stay asleep. So only use it if you find that it helps your child or blocks out other noises that could potentially disrupt sleep. You should also not worry about any long-term negative impacts of white noise, as long as the volume is kept at a safe level. We have no evidence that white noise causes any harm to infants or children. If you choose to use white noise, use an app such as the NIOSH Sound Level Meter app, which is available in any app store, to make sure that the noise is not too loud. Place your phone with the app in the crib or wherever your baby sleeps, obviously at a time your baby is not sleeping, and find the right volume that is less than 50 decibels. The American Academy of Pediatrics also recommends that the white noise machine is at least six and a half feet away from the crib. If you don't like the idea of white noise playing all night long, play it only when your child falls asleep or have the volume gradually decrease over the course of the night. You can use a smart white noise machines such as the Hatch Nightlight if you want to do this. Instead of white noise, you can also try pink noise or music or lullabies, which research also suggests may help with sleep. Thank you everybody for listening to this week's Parenting Translator newsletter and please tune in next week for more research-backed tips for parents. Parenting Translator is a nonprofit organization, so all of these podcasts and the information they provide are given to you for free. If you would like to support our work, please subscribe to this podcast and rate and review it. Thank you so much.